Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time! Both Butch and Falkus made a splash at the Brawler's Guild. That'll teach Bismo to create thematically appropriate fights for gambling. It's been fun so far, but the good times can't roll on forever. Will Ari take up arms for gold and glory? Or is there something else on the horizon for our party? We'll find out now as we queue up for some more Heroic Dungeons and Dragons. So then at this point, Falkus would have had an opportunity to get back up onto the bar level. Butch, I'm so sorry. You are going to lose one gold piece as you uh, did not win your bet. Mm. Uh, Darn. Ari, however, is going to be awarded... What did you bet? 200? 200. Okay. Yeah. Somebody from the house who you would have placed that... like, And they're collecting gold from other people who had bet on awesome. They put a big like brown sack of money and slide it across the, the table at you. And at this point, Ari, are you signing up to do a fight? No, I'm good. I'm just having fun right now being... Okay. Yeah, nope, I'm good. Right on. Um, At that point, people are buying beers for Butch. People are buying beers for Falkus, you know, the most recent winner of, of uh, you know, this whole business. How much gold was it so I can give it to Falkus? The, I think the bet was for 200, so your winnings were 200 gold. Um, but if the 200 came from Falkus originally for placing the bet, like, are you giving... They, is it that Falkus gave you money, you put that money on him to yeah. win, and you're returning all of it to Falkus? Yeah. Uh, so then... 400. Uh, 400 unless... Did you deduct any when you gave it to Ari? Yes. You did? Yep. Okay, so 400. Perfect. I was just facilitating because he couldn't bet himself. Sure. They put that money on the table in front of you. You guys are, uh, you know, open another couple of bottles and are having I'm, a nice time. I think I'm up like six or seven hundred gold yeah. tonight. Yeah, you made you made bank tonight. Mostly off of my back. Mostly off of your back. Every, you got me back though. Ha! Uh, everybody notices because I rolled the dice uh, on the table a couple days ago and made note of what the role was because I didn't want it to be public and it was very bad. Everyone notices when the money hits the table and is pushed toward Ari, there is a um, a younger looking dwarf woman who while you guys like, hey, we want, here's the thing, here's a, a, a get, here, go get it, like, and you're a little distracted from the celebratory uh, reaches out and grabs the bag and stows it in their uh, in their coat pocket and turns to calmly walk out of the brawl pub. Like like the our money. Yeah. Like in the moment while everyone's like kind of not looking and you know ordering another drink and somebody is recovering from Butch having patted them on the back too hard. Uh, the sleight of hand check for this was a natural five. Everyone notices that it happens and notices that there is a uh, a character, a, a younger female dwarf character who is calmly but like conspicuously to you guys because you saw this. You're like, did that person just grab the bag of money and pop it in their coat and is like trying to calmly shoplift walk their way out of here? Um, Gonna follow after. So technically that money never made it to my bag right now, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is someone collecting gold for alchemy, right? <laughs> so getting back to our main story here. Uh, oh, so you're, you're going after him. Uh, I, I mean, I would 
be going after him too. I smell it. Same. Of, yeah, I'll, I smell I'll, feces I'll, like, probably. Shoulder fruit. pop uh, Ari and, and point. It's like, you know, just kind of give a quick little like mouth like stop now or follow. I would say follow because my plan would be to stop them outside of the crowd. So like we get up to the um, place and then I would intervene once we got out of here. Yeah, at the stations where I'd intervene. So follow okay. until we get to the station and then I would try to stop. Okay. Um, at this point, it is getting pretty close to sundown. Just for covering all of our bases, if I could have one person please roll a D100, I want to see what this evening's spooky effect is. Go ahead, Phil. The spooky effect is a six out of a D100. Well, you picked a complicated one, so give me a moment to read. <laughs> uh, That's when the DM goes, yeah, no, it's this one. <laughs> The next 20. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, cool. I can handle that. Fine. Um, you guys notice this happening. Decide you're going to quietly follow. Do me a favor and uh, let's get a group stealth from everybody. Ari got a 10. Focus with the 25. 21. Very, very solid group stealth check. Uh, you guys very, very quietly behind this character, far enough back that you're not drawing suspicion, but close enough that you're not losing track. She makes her way up the ramp into the into the train area, and in the moment that she's under the trains, so far as you can tell, she is out of line of sight from anyone else who may be looking at her, and her form changes from that of a young dwarven woman to be that of a young draenei woman. And she, uh, almost as if, you know, there's a shifting of, of like illusory magic. And she continues to try to, as calmly as she can, walk out into the city streets. Are we, okay, uh, let, let, let's follow. Are we, do I keep following? I mean, my, my instinct is to tackle her and take the money. To be honest, but I I am Butch, and we I did just roll a pretty good stealth, and so did you, Falcus. I mean, this I think is, and I forgot her name. We have it written down here somewhere. Is the Draenei that's with Rissa and the others is what I'm assuming. I agree. So I think this is one of the missing kids. Once I see her change, my approach of like let's intervene would definitely be a let's stick on her, Falcus. It's your money though, so this is definitely your call. Oh yeah, I'm fine with it. We we can we can keep keep following. I think this is, seems to be about the money and and, and more about the. Um, it's an opportunity. Uh, about the uh, task at hand for the, you know, s- silver computer. <laughs> um, fantastic! Yeah, because of your like high stealth checks, uh, you are easily able to. And the fact that you were like on her enough to see that she changed forms. Uh, you're easily able to track her. She seems to be taking kind of a winding path. She goes a little bit through. Um, she goes a little bit through the Dwarven District. She hangs out in the canals area for a little while, taking some streets that, like, if she were going straight to a place, she wouldn't be taking this route. Like, she's clearly trying to, like, just not make a beeline to wherever her destination is. At one point, she ducks into an alleyway out in Cathedral Square District, and uses a nearby like what looks like just a piece of like iron rod or something wedges it into the top of a manhole cover and starts to slide the manhole like down into the sewers area off of the side of the uh the asphalt and the or the, the cobblestones in the alleyway and would make her way down the little ladder that's under there if you guys allow her to do that yeah I, I told y'all these teenagers were in his sewers. I think we should catch her. So stop her right now. Grab her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as she's pulling open the man cover. Yeah. So like before she can like slip away and slip down that we can have her like surrounded or have her. Yeah. You guys are all like pretty quick. Um, Falcus in particular, able to get up on walls and on ceilings. Butch with his increased movement speed. Ari with her ability to dash as a worgen, you're easily able to be at a far distance and then suddenly whoosh right up on, especially considering that she feels as if you get the sense from her body language as she walked that she got 
more and more comfortable with the idea that she wasn't being followed. Uh, she I was, also, mm-hmm. was going to say, I also had my gnomish, gnomish shot shooter at the ready to shoot her with a concussive shot. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, but at no point did you guys ever give chase. So she like walked through the city for 15 minutes and went, okay, I must have gotten away with a full bag of gold. This is phenomenal. Suddenly, whoosh, there are three adults standing around this young woman. Uh, she is, as soon as she sees this all happening, she realizes that I'm standing like right next to this. She immediately becomes invisible. How close are we to her? Melee distance. You like rushed up on her. She disappears as you approach. She My dis- finger pulls a trigger right away. Like where she was, where she was standing, directly shooting in that same exact spot that she was. Concussive shot. Okay. And I, I leap forward in, into the what I can't see to try to attack, which is totally a Hail Mary. I say I would try to in the spot that she was. Oh, no, I can't see her, so that's not going to work. Never mind. It's a dex save for concussive shot, right? Yes. The target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or have their movement speed reduced by half until the start of my next turn. Uh, okay, so you, she vanishes and you fire off this bolt and you see that it bounces off of an invisible target you hear her go ow uh she doesn't take any damage because the ability doesn't do damage but you can tell that she's it was uh, positively affected uh butch said that he's going in for a tackle yep all right that's going to be a grapple contest uh go ahead and because she is invisible um no it's going to be normal go ahead and roll a uh athletics check for me dc jesus 22 I got to beat a 22? Yeah, because it's a grappling is a contest. Why was that? Oh, I think I've got rage going. Let me let me look at that. Real quick. So I, I rolled it uh, with advantage uh, accidentally. Um, so the without advantage is a 16. OK, uh, you barely feel like cloth as this uh, as this other person sort of slightly dances away from where you uh, where you were grabbing for. Uh, Ari, right. you said you were trying something also, right? Well, I wanted to cash Tasha's hideous laughter, but it does say I have to see them. So I don't think that would work. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to uh, you wouldn't be able to do that against an invisible target. You guys so, here. Go ahead. I was going to say Decident Whispers does not say that I have to see them. It just says one creature within range. Okay. So could I do that instead then? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because she's going to move as far away from me, so at least we'll know which direction she is, which is going to be further away from the manhole, is my thought. Yeah, she would be running down the alleyway, essentially, at half, at half movement speed. Yep. So a wisdom saving throw of 17. Uh, No, she only rolled an eight. So she will move... Um, she does take 11. Do I have, like, can I say my intent wasn't to do damage? Like, do I have to do damage? No, I don't think so. Okay. So, cause I don't want to do the damage. I don't want to hurt her. I just want her like yeah, away from the, the manhole cover. In the same way that if you were hit, hit with a weapon, you could declare non-lethal. I would say that if you're doing a magical effect that has multiple things that it does, including damage, you can hold that portion back. I think that's fair. And I would say like Butch and Falcus have seen me do this spell enough. They would at least know that general direction she is going now if that affects any of your guys's things yeah um you see splashes in the puddles in the alleyway moving away she moves a decent amount she moves 15 feet away from you so you're like okay she can move about as fast as most people can move normally um as she moves away you guys would be able to have opportunity attacks because she's running out of your melee area um because she's invisible, we're still looking at disadvantage, but that is something that you can try to do. And an opportunity attack um, doesn't have to be a weapon attack. It could be a grapple or a shove or something like that if you wanted to do that. But a grapple isn't a normal attack. Um, I would definitely do anything to try to stop her. So whether that's like grappling her, or getting her prone or something. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I would want to do, except um, it's a... It's like a grapple competition. Like, it, it, I'm not trying to beat her AC. Just yeah. I just lost because she rolled like a 22 or something. If we get, get a shot, though, maybe one of us can pin her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it, let's say it's Falkus' turn. So, um, what, what, what all right. you, so what do I have to roll for uh, grapple? 
uh, grapples are always athletics. Avoiding a grapple is either athletics or acrobatics. It depends on the better thing that the person is trying to use to avoid. So you're going to roll okay. athletics. They're going to try to roll acrobatics to avoid you. Um, I still rolled really well. Oh, no, I, I, I flopped it. Yeah, she's a nimble, she's a nimble, uh, nimble dude. So you try to, and it's like, she's invisible, so it's tough. Um, yeah, she's, she's like gonna continue to run away from you. It's still just her reaction movement. So she's only moved about 15 feet. Uh, Butch would be able to do the same thing. He's going to do, oh, you do the athletics so 19. Okay. So to dodge out of the way of you, <laughs> my God impossible i'm okay the natural dice rolls on these acrobatics checks to avoid these grapples natural 18 natural 14 and natural 18 like i'm rolling so high it's bananas i would try to do the same thing i have the worst athletics i got a 13 god i hope it's you that catches her that'd be so funny acrobatics 13 yeah meets it beats it you grab her um you are gonna so these two men trying their best can't quite and now you've got an invisible creature in a full nelson i have rope at the ready when you saw her transform into a draenei you saw horns on top you saw hooves on the bottom the person who you have in your hands like this does not have those features Okay. You can tell, like, by the way that you've got, like, one hand on head, you've got your, like, one leg wrapped around leg, like, making sure that she can't run or anything. She is a full-footed, short, like, you're short as well, but she's a little shorter than you are. Um, and she's struggling against you, completely invisible. I would absolutely let Falkus come in with the rope and, like, help tie, tie her up. Or him, or I guess I don't know what it is. That's going to be something that, given you guys' position in this situation, is going to be able to be done. Uh, eventually, you see the invisibility drops, and you guys saw a dwarven woman in her young adult years, and then you saw a older teenage Draenei, and now what you see is a youngish, like, 14, 15-year-old night elf. Night elf girl. At that point, I would say, hello, Rissa, as I do throw the gold to Falkus. Thank you. Falkus, you can pocket your gold. Uh, she is sat on the ground. Um, her, I guess you would have, what, done hands behind back type of tie? Like, is she, like, full hog tied with an apple in her mouth? Like, what did, what did you guys do to this poor girl? I mean, we're not trying to hurt her. I would definitely, yeah, say, like, around the feet so she can't, like, the legs... Legs and hands, because don't, yeah. uh, don't, uh, she can do verbal spells, but can't do somatic, right? Hand gestures. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, um, she looks up at you. She is scowling. She is angry. That petulant teenager, I'm right and I know it face. You guys have seen it. Okay, we're, we're sitting in the middle of the, we're sitting in the middle of the cathedral square right now. Uh, we, l- listen, l- l- sweetheart, honey, uh, we do have some questions for you and we're going to, we're going to take you in. I-, I don't think we should be doing this right in the middle of Cathedral S- Square after curfew. We're in an alley. Uh, yeah, you're down an alley. We're, you're okay, in we're plain down sight of anyone who chooses to look down the alley, but. Well, I mean, it's also dark or dusk. Uh, do, do you want to do this in the alley? We can do this in the alley. I'm just saying, or we can do it at, you know. We could take her to Mia. We could go down in the sewer. Let's not go down in the sewer. I think that, that that that's where... I can't go back to Mia yet. Why not? I, there's stuff to do. Would you... You guys are kind of ruining a lot right now. Could you buzz and off? You're kind of stealing a lot. So, like, we have some stuff that to talk about. That doesn't matter. Why does that matter? Uh... Steal. I don't know what they teach as Gilneans now, but they did teach us stealing was bad, and I'm pretty sure the Night Elves similar philosophy on stuff. So if we could talk about why we can't go back to Mia, what's been going on, and then the people you're involved with. This is bigger than you understand, all right? A little bit of gold doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, okay? It There's sure, bigger it, stuff It sure happening. is enough for you to steal, though. 
So you would. Sweetie, we, we just took out a blood god about a week ago. So big is about perspective. Help me help you. Roll a persuasion check, because that's a very good argument from her point of view, if she 14. believes you. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll contest that with an insight. What's that, wisdom? Yes. What, of a teenager? Yeah. You are seeing her do some math in front of you right now. And she looks up and she goes, seriously? A blood god? I'm kind of a big deal. Have you ever rescued a king before? I mean, I fought a king verbally. And I think I won. But, like, that's perspective, too. I don't know what that's about. That seems like a lot, but... That doesn't seem like it has anything to do. I, we, you know, the king like got taken somewhere crazy, right? We have heard rumors that Anduin isn't Anduin, right? Like yeah. Heard, yeah. That's okay. That's a bigger problem than some gold. And you feel that you, and I know. I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but I know you're working with a Gilnean. Like, you feel that you, group of ambitious teenagers, can figure this out? Well, nobody else was listening because they don't. And then the one guy that did listen decided he was going to open his mouth in front of the wrong people, and he's in jail now. So we got to figure out something. If you're such a big, bad blood god slaying whatever, our king arguer, that's a weird <laughs> thing to say. I'm sorry, that's weird. You're Who? getting lip from a teenager who is tied hand and foot. You do realize that there are no adventurers around here right now, right? Yeah, that's a big part of this problem. I can't just go. There's nobody like crazy enough to do what actually has to be done anymore. Everyone's like, I work for the guards and I have to follow orders. Follow That's not going to, bureaucracy is not going to get us there. How about this? I remember being a teenager and I remember... Like a long time ago? Viv- vividly not Snicker. being listened to by King Gen. And I remember doing some radical things to be seen. So instead of going down that route... I was just invisible. How about Trying we... really hard to not be seen. Okay, when that happens, screw this. When that happens, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself real quick so she can see I can do it too. And then I'm going to come right back and be like, sweetie, that's not that impressive. How about instead of fighting me... You work with us and we will listen to you because like I said, we've seen some things. So I have no reason not to believe you right now. I, I tell you what, it did, one of the biggest mistakes I think someone can make is underestimating a teenager. Uh, little, little, little miss, uh, we are, there's so much weird stuff going on right now. We, we ain't got no reason to, to not believe you. And there are a lot of people looking for you uh, that, that that care well seem to care about you anyway and I'll tell you have our attention and I see no reason that we wouldn't believe anything you said right now so and I sit down next to her you know, get to talking where where are your friends right now we there's a few of you that are that are missing and we know we know what you've been up to and we know that there's some weird stuff going on. And if you're trying to combat the weird stuff going on, well, we are too. She looks at you guys, and in particular, a couple of you said some things that I think would really have resonated with her. In particular, I was there, no one listened to me. I think that teenagers have a lot going on that people don't give them credit for. Like, you're saying things that she doesn't hear very often, you get the sense? And she goes, I don't want to talk about it a lot up here, because being in public right now is probably not great for anybody. Uh, but probably true. The king in the castle is an imposter. And in fact, he was taken to some scary place and my friends and I are going to save him. And if we could talk about that 
somewhere out of sight a little bit more, that would be lovely. You got a place you want? You want to lead us to where you were going? Uh, she would gesture toward the manhole cover. No, I can start to untie her. Yeah, well, as I say, no funny business now. Here. We got uh, someone uh, with magical abilities trying to take us somewhere. Uh, do we have any kind of magical prophylactic? Something that's going to keep magic from happening? How do we know we can trust you? About the same way I know I can trust you. Well, she got a point there. Come on, it's oh. this way. And she like vaguely defeated looking and with the level of annoyed, like body language annoyed that only a 15 year old can pull off, yeah. uh, pushes the metal grate from the top of the manhole cover out of the way and starts climbing down the, the ladder. I follow. She gets down into this area that you guys picture a sewers picture like a nice sewers, like a Ninja Turtles layer. It's like there's piping that converges at places. There's water actively running through it. It smells damp, but like even still, there's been plant growth here. That's like very green somehow. It's um, there's like a hut that's been built to like create a semblance of like kind of a shelter. Um, as you descend, you hear another female voice shout down from below. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why are you bringing people? Um, and you hear a young male voice go, oh, we got caught. Oh, we're going to go to jail. No one's going to jail tonight. We come in peace and we come to hell. She leads you down into this space with this bright gold plated, like not plated, bright gold, solid gold, like engraved with symbols and runes and things. Uh, embedded into the floor of the middle of this weird intersection of sewage piping. Um, and there's all of this like plant growth and stuff as if someone's been actively trying to, um, you know, foster life down here just to make it not a, a you know, a, a garbage pile. Um, and you see what are very clearly the three Teldrassil kids uh tending to this weird underground sewers base that has this what looks like really advanced summoning circle built into the middle of it. Uh, on one table, you can see several um, like books that are laying out that show designs like what you're seeing here on the ground. Ari, I think you would probably recognize these as uh, copies of books that went missing from Katarina's library that she then had to borrow other copies of to show you some stuff that had been like worked into it. You see that all this stuff is going on down here. Um, she addresses the young, the young lady down here as Mia. Uh, but the boy who you were told's name was Aiden, uh, they call him spider all the time. Um, he introduces himself. I'm Spider. I'm a uh, I'm our group's uh, hacker, uh, infiltration specialist, and uh, uh, intelligence agent. And it's clear that this kid came up with some idiotic code name. Um, Mia, you would remember from your conversation with her namesake, Queen Mia, is the one who was like the person who knew Stormwind, like the back of her hand, and uh, the group's leader, Delrissa. Uh, a night elf illusion specialist apprentice wizard for my sake how because I've had the Arna's book for a long time and it has some stuff in here about circles and stuff how close does this translate to what Arna's book has it's not the same design but okay. troll magic and human magic ultimately it's all arcane magic but different disciplines will have different like designs for things it's similar it's very similar to the ones that were in um, Katarina's book. Uh, the the consistency here is that these are circles that are designed for extra planar summoning. So seeing this, I think my first question I would ask is who or what 
are you intending to summon? Is this the king? It was, what, two months ago now, I guess? This is this is actually Casey not knowing the timeline. I forget how long we've been playing. But the day that the sky broke, or near enough for government work, these kids describe witnessing King Anduin being abducted by those, um, what you guys as players would recognize as Maul Swarm. They figured out, like, they would explain that um, they figured out via having conversations with different people who also claim to have seen it, who then have themselves been either disappeared or been disappeared, uh, that what must have then happened is since other people have seen the king in the castle since then, that the king in the castle must be an imposter and the actual real king must have been taken to some far off place, maybe on some other plane of existence even, and that that's what they're building the summoning circle. They have to pull him back. They're trying to rescue him. I'm going to turn to Butch and Falkus real quick. Do you think this is why Matthias is trying to hush me? Well, that wouldn't be the weirdest thing we we heard, not even today. Or if they know that. Honestly, I I have no clue. I don't know, but you know what? You know what, fellas? Ladies, I I don't think you're lying. Let's, uh... What's what's your plan here, and why why are y'all getting all that gold? Well, the the gold is a core component of the circle. It had to be melted down and enchanted to create a magical, I don't know, landing pad to like accept such a powerful summoning spell. Um, and then our warlock was going to like open a summoning portal to bring the king back to us, but. He's in jail now, so we're kind of up a creek. Wait a minute, which one? Did we put him in jail? This doesn't sound familiar to you. No. Uh, how long are the other kids? No, no, he's a little older than us. He's probably in his mid twenties. He was a um, he is a, uh, a a a gnomish warlock. He happened to have been near enough to have seen something funny, and when we described what we saw to him, he went, "Oh yeah, no, that that sounds right." And now. Uh, he was he was talking to some people who he shouldn't have been talking to about stuff he shouldn't have been talking about. And the next thing you know, he's arrested for creating a public disturbance. A public disturbance? You said, who, who arrested him? Falkus, you do not think that this young woman is using Thieves' Cant right now, but arrested for public disturbance is a phrase in Thieves' Cant that you recognize as being trumped up BS charges. Was it the guards that arrested him? Yeah. They came in. He was having a quiet dinner. They came in. They said that he had caused all these problems, and they cuffed him, and they walked him down to the stockades. And he's been there ever since. We can't pull off the plan if we don't have a summoner. So, obviously, somebody is is on to what you guys are doing here. Do you know who may have tipped off the the guards to um, your warlock's involvement? No, I think that he was... I think that... He and anybody else who's been talking about this, the king is an imposter situation, has been disappeared, which is why we've been hiding so hard, because we don't want to get caught before we pull it off. It's like everyone we bring into this, we haven't brought anyone in except for him, but everyone else who had either seen this happen or had thought maybe it had happened and said the wrong thing at the wrong time eventually got arrested for something that didn't have anything it's like it's silly it's like one person got um you know arrested for for a crime that hadn't even happened one person got like they just they get pulled in for an interrogation and you don't hear from them again it's nuts um mia starts talking about how she's like as she like goes around the city and sees all these things, like she's spotted a lot of this stuff happening as it's been going on. Focus. How far does the covenants reach go in the sense if we wanted to question the prisoner, would we have any authority to visit the stockades or to get him out for a period of time? You think that maybe a good amount of bullying against the right low level person might get you something just out of deference to your authority but actually on the books the silver covenant 
doesn't have any actual authority to do anything in in, in a place yeah, of the once, stockades. Once somebody's in 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 a place of federal, I say federal, huh, of 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 kingdom uh, arrest, Material. there's not much I can do. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I I don't have much much pull in that regards. All right. Well, t- tell me how you've been down here. There's a there's a bunch of people uh, w- worried about you. I'm seeing. Did, are you are you, are y'all the ones who made these plants happen? It's a little bit nicer than a regular sewer. Spider raises his hand and goes, uh, "Yeah, I've got a little bit of a green thumb. That's me." Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. He does what is clearly a little bit of magic and forces an apple to grow like fully from the bud of a flower, and tosses you an apple. Yeah, we're covered. Oh my god, this is real fruit! This is real fruit! I'm eating real fruit here! You know, the rest of the city doesn't have food, but y'all are taking care of yourselves just fine, I'd say. I would want them to, because they, like we talked about hearing them out, I would want to ask questions about how confident they are this summoning circle is going to work in the sense that it brings Anduin and not something else. Well, um, not really the expert, but the math looks right. And she shows you the book that she stole uh, and goes over like, here's how it says it's supposed to be laid out. Here's how the enchantment is supposed to be done. You are an amateur at this at best, but your understanding of how this would work, it seems like they put it together correctly. But like, this is the physical thing. What they need also is the person with this, like, the magic to do the summoning. And that's not something that I could do. Like, I know that this is yeah. above me, right? I just want to make sure. Yeah, I- you need... So, like, th- they hooked up with an actual warlock who, like, they specialize in summoning things from other planes of existence. War- Warlocks that summon demons summon them from, like, fell planes. Like, this is something that they are good at doing. Um, and the idea that they got set up with one is great up until the idea that, oh, well, now we don't have access to him anymore because he's in a prison cell somewhere. Okay, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know how the rest of this conversation needs to go. Uh, we've been looking for these teenagers. We found them. We yep. were <laughs> okay. We were um, the, the scrolls of uh, um, finding things have been made. Were we trying to find what was what were those made? We're trying to for? find the, the the meteorite. Shadow. Yeah, the meteorite. The meteorite. That's, what that's for. Okay, so y'all mentioned the uh, the day. That this things fall fell from the sky, well, I don't think it's any kind of coincidence. Did something f- fell around here? We are looking for a, a piece of it. I think that would help both our causes. You can y'all know anything about that? They wouldn't know anything about that. They would say that they're mostly focused on trying to figure out a way to get their guy out of jail. They just can't. Like Spider would reveal that. As a amateur druid, he can like turn into small creatures, and that's how he was able to like, you know, figure out some of the things about how the town works and infiltrate some of the places that had been under lock and key, so he could get some of the materials they needed to make this. Um, but actually, getting into the stockades to enact a rescue mission is basically beyond their capability, and they're trying to figure out: okay, well, do we then need to arrange? A prison break? Do we need to find a new warlock? Do we need to, like, they're trying, basically, they're focused on that. When you start asking them about things like, okay, well, one of these things fell from the sky, they're like, yeah, we heard a bit about that. In fact, we're pretty sure that some of the archaeologists that were tracking that were some of the people that were disappeared recently about this. Oh. But more than that, I mean, it's hard to say. Well, I mean, that actually does give us some information. What are, since you guys are down here and do, like, now that you've interrogated us about this, I guess it's our turn to ask you some questions. What is your interest in all this? That's a good question. Well, first of all, there's people that are worried about you. <laughs> okay. Uh, it seems like you've got a pretty good cause here. I do know y'all been stealing. And this this seems like a lot of gold. You've done a real good job making this whole platform here. Um, you know, honestly, your well-being has come into question. I see that you're doing fine. I don't know what we're what to tell someone or not to tell someone about that, to be honest. I look at Ari, who's, you know, Queen Greymane might be involved in that. 
um, Queen Greymane has expressed concern. So, what's what's our concern in this? Well, you, to be honest. And there's other stuff going around here. There's um, people attacking people in the middle of the night. We got attacked. That that didn't have nothing to do with y'all, right? You guys got attacked. Wait, like attacked, attacked? No, oh, we don't have yeah. anything to do with that. We haven't been doing violence. We've just been making sure that we had everything that we needed to try to rescue the king. I if you were you. if you were attacked on like asking questions about this, I don't know. Did they like get the sense that you were strong enough that they couldn't just walk in with handcuffs and say, "Hey, you have to come with us?" Is that the idea? I think it's because we are um protected by the Silver Covenant and are working As soon their- as you say that, Spider uh, glares at Rissa and goes, you brought a cop down here into our secret lair? I'm just in it Silver for the Silver Covenant isn't like that at all. We're out to look for the best interest of everybody, and this is part of it, and it's part of a way in which we can work without being corrupted or anything like that. Just what a cop would say. <clears throat> but you did mention uh, I'm I'm looking for those archaeologists. We're looking for those archaeologists. Like if we were part of that group of people who took them away, do you think we'd be looking for them again? Uh, they all look like they have a sarcastic, obviously answer to that, and then go, "Actually, no, that doesn't make any sense." No, you probably wouldn't be. Then they would say, yeah, I mean, if that's if that's who you're looking for, our best bet is that they got disappeared. Like I said, they're probably in the stocks along with our guy. So it sounds like the stocks holds a common interest for both of us. So the options I see, we can talk to Queen Mia, tell them where they are and see how that plays out, or where you are and see how that plays out, or we can help you. I'm going to turn to Butch and Falcus and see what these kids are holed up here just fine. I I would appreciate if you'd stop stealing stuff around town because that you know that that belongs to other people. Is this is this uh, landing pad uh, looking just about done to you? Close, pretty close. I'm 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 a little nervous of what you're potentially summoning. That's if what everything I'm goes according about. to plan. We're summoning King Anduin. How about there's a fourth player to this? who knows more about this stuff than our experience. And it sounds like the stocks are where we're probably going to want to go if that's where the archaeologists are. It's probably also where uh, our our dwarf is as well, too. Yep. uh, Mr. Forgot his... Black powder? Black something, yes. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It sounds like... Old Dune Black powder. Ha! That's not even looking at my notes. Us visiting the stocks might benefit both of us. I don't know. Problem is, the number of people that they've basically took away or or hid away is more than we could potentially secretly break out. You know, like it's it's that's we have at least four right now. Yeah, which is, which is if going to be an like, obvious, which is going to be too obvious if they go missing. If we're doing something like this, we, we have to assess the situation first. Let's let's see if we can just go into the stocks, come up with an ex- excuse to be there, and just see what we can see. And then talk about breaking people out. I do want to talk to this, this warlock, and uh, not that I'd... Listen, I trust y'all. I hadn't met this warlock yet. I, I would like to see what he's all about because Falcus does have a point about do you think they would, stuff. Do you think they would lock away um, Harrison? Well, if he's, he's asking, protected in the palace right now, that might be his only saving grace. Well, Ari's Poss- supposed to talk to him in the morning. But the but even the archaeologists, the archaeologists were, were government officials well, on mission we- by the government, by the palace. I think that we'll have the answer to that sooner rather than later. I think the stocks is our next choice. And I think you're right. Maybe we can just walk in. I don't know if like there's a visitation 
rights or period or time of day? I don't. I don't think there's even like these people who they've locked up. I, I, I think they even like hid them away. I would think they would have hidden them away. So even if we asked for them to say like, "Oh, we're family members. We'd like to see them," they're like these people aren't here. Uh, no, they don't. That, they don't exist. That wouldn't work. I We've agree made them disappear. What about if we? What if we switch it? We're not there to see someone. Falcus, you work for the Covenant. People know the Covenant. We have a custody member right now. They don't know this. We want to see how protected this place is. The Covenant has someone they can't handle or they don't want to house. We were sent to investigate the stockades to see its security measures. Wasn't that guy a member of SI7? He was. Yes. We don't have to say who it is. Like we could just say we're here on covenant business. A prisoner has been brought recently. It's a partial truth. My other thought process is we get a couple guard outfits and we just walk in through the front door. Just I saying. mean, <laughs> you're trying to we sneak. Could... We, we have credentials, and you're trying to sneak. Uh, let's do the Use easy me. thing first. Use me. I'm already wanted. If you're... it gets to that point, you guys can be in guard uniforms. You're bringing me in. Or we can just go where the silver covenant. We need to assess the situation, and then if they say no, then we start sneaking. I, I mean, y- y'all they get into the front door, to- and they're like, "All right, we'll take it from here." And then it's like, "Uh, crap." True. I agree with Butch. Let's see. Let's do the. Let's see if we can get in. I mean, I can be quite intimidating or persuasive if need be. No, you've proven that. All right. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's let's let's, uh, let's stake it out here. Have we decided that we are now in cahoots with the missing teenagers? I feel it is in their best interest to have some adults who can help them if we go through with this summoning in case it... I mean, we've just experienced some summoning magic, guys, and it didn't, like, it went all over the board. While you guys are having this conversation, you glance over and you see that uh, their druid, who again, calls himself Spider, has pulled out a big piece of paper, has written really cool prison breakout battle plan at the t- across the top <laughs> of it, and is listing, sneak in through the front door using espionage, sneak in through this other place and do this thing, have all the guard uniforms all figured out, demand something or other, like all these different, like all the things that you've said, but he's like wording it like breakout plan number one, breakout plan number two, backup breakout plan. As I see this, something strikes me. Mia, you know the city inside and out from what the queen says. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a sewer that connects to the stockades? Yes. We Again, have a sneak y'all in talking plan about breaking into somewhere where we can just probably walk, knock on the door and walk in. Mia's like, yes, breaking in. That is what we're talking about. And everyone else is like, relax. That's not what we're talking about yet. I think we have to visit Harrison Fort Joan. We have a bunch of stuff to do in the morning anyway. <laughs> y- you got to visit Harrison Mr. Jones. Harrison Jones. Right. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Jones. You got to visit Harrison Jones. I got to send a letter to Billy. I I, I got to try to like pump up this. Well, we got stuff to do. Why don't we just try to go in? And if we can go in we, it, it, on le- legitimately, wouldn't that just be easier? Just I think it's it. worth a try. I agree. All but right, if it- all right, all right, all right. I'll check out the stockades tomorrow morning. Ari, you go meet up with Harrison Jones, check out what he's doing with that. Butch, you're going to take care of contacting our buddy with the ship. Billy, yep. Billy. Uh, and yeah, I think we'll that's tomorrow. That's, that'll be tomorrow morning. We'll meet back up at the pub afterwards, late morning, to Sounds reconvene. Good. Yeah. Be. So, uh, and I, I turned to the teenagers. I guess y'all have some uh, some other people as part of your little uh, band of ba- bandits here. Now, I don't trust what's happening here with the summoning circle to begin with, but how much more gold do you guys need to finish this? Uh, they they truthfully don't have an answer for that because they were like, oh, we were just grabbing and like as we filled it in, we filled it in. Um, Probably, I don't know. It's probably like 95, 90, 97% at the moment. We probably don't need very much more. Well, and I look at the purse that uh, Palkus has. Is this enough? You offering his money? <laughs> I'll always offer someone else's money. That's why I was asking how much more do they need. I'd rather you not go around s- stealing, you know. 
I'm sure once the king is rescued from whatever purgatory he's in, he'll make sure that everybody gets made whole again. Uh, you're he'll owe it to us for right? saving him from some sort of shadow place. Well, all right, I'll 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 hand back over the 400 gold bag. I'm gonna turn to them and say, "Use what you need. Try to do 100 gold at a time, and see if you actually need all 400 of it." And whatever you don't use, get back to focus. Mia takes the bag, rolls her eyes the way teenagers do, and starts to lay out the spots that are missing. All right, so uh, I reckon if we need to contact you, we'll just show up down here. Uh, Try not to be followed. You're not exactly inconspicuous. Because you were so easy to follow yourself. um, All right, then. You're the first people who have tracked us down. Ever. Point taken. Point taken. We're just smarter than that. That's all. Okay. Uh, so we'll we'll do a little uh, reconnaissance, if, if if you will, and uh, meet y'all tomorrow. In the meantime, do be thinking about that that sewer into the stockade situation. I I hope we don't need it, but we may. It's just tough because it's guarded because it got broken into once before, but it can be done. Well, all right then. Cool. Um, you guys wrap up here, and I guess at this point, head back to to base and grab a night's sleep. I imagine. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Phenomenal. We will call that here. Then why don't we go ahead and everybody can click up your long rests. Uh, we will reconvene. I guess first thing tomorrow morning for our next day of adventuring. Uh, but yeah, now you guys have discovered that um, not only are the missing teenagers perfectly fine, but they're working on a summoning circle to try to rescue King Anduin from the Shadowlands. So that's a whole thing. Cool. So, not only are the Teldrassil kids unharmed, but they're setting themselves up to be the heroes of the day. All it'll take is a dash of pickpocketing and a light jailbreak. All in a day's work for an adventuring party. What can our heroes do to assist? We'll have to wait until next time to find out when it's time to queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.